0: So we need to think about love when we think about faith because faith worketh by love. Yes. If the love is not there like it should be, then the faith is not going to work like it is supposed to work. That if you yield to it, that fear is with you All of your life, all of your waking hours, all of every moment, it will wake up in the in the middle of the night. It will wake you up in the middle of the night. It is tormenting and it is not from God. God didn't give you that spirit of fear. That's right. What will get rid of that fear? Complete love. Full okay. love will throw it out. Full love will get rid of it. It will cast yeah. it out and push it out so that you just have no
1: boat You just have boldness left. Alright, good morning everybody and welcome to Healing School this morning. Healing School is a place where people do come to be healed but they come to hear and to be healed. Why do they come to heal? Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god so let's pray we'll begin and get started father we thank you we praise you in the name of jesus as we look to you and we believe you today we thank you for your love and your kindness we thank you for your tender mercy toward us we praise you for you are such a good god and we love you today we thank you for healing your people now they receive what you did. They'll receive it now. In Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. Good morning, prophet. Good morning, prophet. Today we
1: are talking about
2: God loves me. God mm. loves me. Now the Bible says, faith worketh by love, doesn't it? Absolutely. You cannot be healed without faith. And please understand, your faith worketh by love. It is empowered by love. Thank God. So you have to put those two ingredients together. You will see in today's lesson. Mm-hmm. God Loves me. Let's begin. Prophet. Praise God. So coming from our notes this morning it says God loves me. Galatians five, six says, For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision. But faith, which worketh by love, it's not the outward things, outward observance or works that have value. It's faith that has the value. Yes. The the verse says, "Faith which worketh by love," or As the Amplified Bible says, faith activated through love. I like that. Stop me when you're ready. Another translation says, faith which operates through love. Faith works by love. It operates and is activated through and by love. Is there a connection between faith and love? If the love is not operating, will that affect the faith? Yes, you better believe it will. So we need to think about love when we think about faith. Because let's faith faith let's works. Okay. Read right that last statement again. So we need to think about love when we think about faith. Absolutely. Can you get healed without faith? No. Will the love affect your faith? Yes. It's going to make it stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. That's what it's going to do. Now, here's what I want to tell you. There are many people do not get healed because the love is gone. A work it by love. It comes true. Your healing comes through faith. Amen. But understand,
1: faith works by love. If there is no love, there is no faith. I want to say that again. If there is no love, there is no faith. Hmm. If there is no faith,
2: no love, how can there be any healing?
1: Do you see what I'm saying to you here? That's powerful,
2: Yeah.
1: You can't have it. And there are many people who are saying they're waiting on God to heal them. They're waiting on God to heal them. Listen. God is waiting on you to get your love walk right. So you can have some faith and your faith can work. Mm -hmm. Faith does
2: not work without love, guys. This is why... You see things in the world like they are. Somebody say, well, well, God got the whole world in his hand. He's running the world. No, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, you Mm follow what I'm saying to you? No. Absolutely. Folks, let me tell you. The devil wants us to fight. He wants us to be at odds with one another. What the? So your faith won't work. It's and fine. then you start confessing how sick you are. Well, you know, I have I have
1: diabetes. I, I have heart disease. listen, listen, you're signing for the package. I have. God didn't give that to
2: you. Mm-mm. Throw it back. Because it didn't come from God. The scripture says that In one place this way. Every tree that the Lord has not planted shall be rooted up. That's right. See that sickness of heart trouble? And you name it on down the line? God didn't give that to you. That did not come when you were created. It came after the fall. But even then, God sent a second Adam and the last Adam,
1: which is Jesus Christ. In here, Jesus brought us back with His own blood. His blood cleansed us mm. from all sin. His blood cleansed us from every sickness and every disease. And I'm getting ahead of myself.
2: Like Alright. Alright. You see the picture. You got the picture. Praise God. Yes, we do. Okay. Come on. So we stop here in our notes. So we need to think about love when we think about faith. Because faith worketh by love. Yes. If the love is not there like it should be, then the faith is not going to work Like, it is supposed to work. No, it won't. 1 John 4 is a tremendous passage for love. Verses 7 through 9 says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God and every one that loveth is, is born of god and knoweth god mm-hmm. he that loveth not knoweth not for god is love in this was manifested the love of god toward us because That God sent his only begotten son into the world, that we might live through him. There was and is a manifestation of the love of God. Amen. Praise God. Yes. Praise the Lord. Verse there 10 was continues a manifestation of the love of God. That's right. Boy. There was and is a manifestation. Verse 10 continues. It
0: says, "Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that
2: he loved us and mm-hmm. sent his son to be mm-hmm. the propitiation for our sin. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. First John four and seven says herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Yeah. Because as he is, so are we in this world. Is there a connection between love and boldness? Mm -hmm. Are confidence and boldness associated with faith? Yes. And they are all connected with love. He explained it further in verse 18. There is no fear in love. What? No, no fear. If you had absolutely no fear but just confidence and boldness, would you be in faith? That's good. Yes. There is, I'm sorry, yes, and that is the result of love. He goes on to say perfect or complete love casts out fear. That word cash is a strong word. Now pay attention to it words means now. It means to throw without caring where it lands. hmm And that's what love does to fear. Love throws fear out of here. It throws it out of where you are. It throws it out. And I like that. Perfect love casts out fear. It throws it yes, away it because fear has torment. mm mm-hmm. Fear is tormenting. When you're afraid your bills are not going to get paid, fear narrows at the back of your mind while you're trying to work. -hmm. It nags you. It nags you. And when you're trying to do things around the house and fear affects your relationship. So many people are under duress and stress because of financial pressure. And it's just a fear that they're not going to make it. It's a fear that the money is not going to be there on time or that they're not going to have enough. Or they might be in fear about their body, that it's not going to improve, that it's going to get worse. It's a fear that they're going to be in midlife crisis or that they're going to die prematurely. If you yield to it, the Fear, that if you yield to it, that fear is with you all of your lives, all of your waking hours, all of every moment. It will wake up in the the middle of the night. It will wake you up in the middle of the night. It is tormenting, and it is not from God. God didn't give you that spirit of fear. That's right. What will get rid of that fear? Complete love, full Mm -hmm. love will throw it out. Full love will get rid of it. It will cast it out and push it out, so that you just have no you just have boldness left. I like the sound of that, don't don't you? The love of God and the faith of God are inseparable. I'll say that one again. The love of God and the faith of God are inseparable. They are inseparable in operation. Mm -hmm. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1 and 12, For I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed Unto him against that day. I know in whom I have believed. Faith is not just mental assent to principles or legalistic rituals or routines. The faith is in knowing the one who said the words. Faith is in knowing the one who said the words, I know him. I don't know all there is to know about him, but I know him. Yeah. And, And he knows me. I know enough about him to know that if he said it, we can count on it and we can build on it. We That's can right. count on it. We can trust it. To know him is to know love because God is love. Praise God. Many times, it stop me when you're ready, Apostle. Many times when people hear the phrase perfect love casts out fear or faith works by love, they think It is referring to walking in love, Mm -hmm. that if they walk in love, their faith will work. That certainly is a truth, and that is a part of it, but he didn't just say that, and he didn't limit it to that. He said that faith works by love, the whole thing. The whole entire thing. So, don't let, don't limit these verses to just walking in love with others and how that affects your faith. It certainly does affect your faith, but first and foremost, you need to understand how much God loves you.
1: That's right.
2: You must understand that God's love for you your love for God your love for yourself and your love for your fellow man all work together in the operation of faith the thing that continues to quicken my faith is the greatest revelation above all, above how much he loves me. When I began to see how much he really loves and cares about me,
0: my faith comes up. And I know I'm going to make it, not because
2: I am extraordinary, but because God loves me. Yes. I have someone big on my side, and you do too. (laughs) That's right. Once there was a man who told a story. He said, one day some salesman came by. I didn't know it, but they had pulled up in a car, and the dogs went around the back of the car and stuck up behind them. They had the windows open, and he stuck his he, he stuck his head in, looked at them, and growled. I thought they were going to make a a they were going to make a sunroof in the in the car. They left and didn't come back. Another time, a friend came by and brought his little boy. I guess the boy was about two or three years old. They got out of the car. And there went my dog again. Well, the little kid was scared. No wonder. The dog looked very intimidating. And he really was. But this daddy was a big guy. And the little boy ran around behind his daddy and kind of perched around behind on one leg. I spoke to the dog. When I told them they would be okay, My friend rushed around and got his little boy and said, don't worry about that, son. I won't let him bother you. (laughs) He's fine. Come on out. And so the little boy just, he stepped right out in front of him, in front of his dad. Now, he stayed close enough where he could touch his daddy. But all at once, he found some boldness. I watched his fear fade, and he walked over, reached up, and touched the dog on the nose. But he kept one hand tied around his dad. Why did his fear fade away? Because his great big daddy had spoken to him and said, it's all right. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what I want. You to understand. His father did not tell him, Now, son, I give you my word, I will not let this big
0: bad dog bother you. He didn't say any of that. He just said, Come on out, son.
1: Jesus said it this way. Whosoever shall say. He said,
2: Come on out and this little boy knew that his daddy loved him. So he didn't have to say, he didn't have to say, he didn't have to say things like that. He knew that his daddy was going to look out for him, protect him, and take care of him because he knew that his dad loved him. When you know that God loves you, it's going to take away a lot of your questions. It's going to take away a lot of your frustration and your wavering. When people ask, Will God heal me? They don't know how much He loves them. Or they don't, they wouldn't even ask those questions. Will God help me pay my bills? Will God help me get caught up? I'm so far behind. Will God help me get out of debt? I don't know. Do you think He'll do it? To ask, to ask that, those questions. You don't really know God if you do ask those questions. If you ask those questions, you don't know him. I didn't say you weren't saved. I say you don't know him. Because if you know how much he loves you, you wouldn't even ask questions like that. That's right. It's not enough to just have faith in his ability. Do you remember the leper in Mark chapter 1, verse 40? He said to the Lord, if you will, I know you can make me clean. Mm -hmm. He was convinced that the Lord could do it. But he didn't know if he would. Yes, I'm going to say that again. He was convinced that the Lord could do it. He just didn't know if he would do it. That's what many Christians believe. They believe God has the power to heal them or the ability to meet their needs, but they're not convinced that he will do it for them. Yes. It doesn't make any difference how much ability or how many resources a person has. If he has not convinced, if if you're not convinced, they will use them for you. You can't have faith to receive it either. Hmm. When you know how much God loves you, you know why he uses his ability and why he created us.
0: He delights in showing mercy. Micah 7 and 18
2: says, he wants to do it. He enjoys doing it. This is his thing, you might say. What do you mean by that? Well, what does God like to do? You have something that you like to do. But what
1: does God now, now let's really Let's talk right there like? for a second. Notice he's asking, I'm, I'm asking a question here. What kind of things do God like
2: to do? Did y'all pick up on that? Yes. What kind of things does he like to do? Do he like to make you sick, or he do, or do he enjoy putting you in good health? God is a good God. Well, there is no bad in Him. So, what kind of things does He like to do? God wants you well. God wants to see you with all your needs met.
1: Yes, He does. God want to see you with all your bills paid and still have some money left over for you. Amen. He don't want you with heart trouble. Listen to me now. He don't want you with heart trouble. He don't want you with none of these sickness or disease.
2: Amen. Amen. So let's see. What does he like to do? What does hmm. he enjoy doing? Okay, continue. He delights In showing mercy. That's what he Mm enjoys. It makes God say. Oh yeah. I am enjoying this. When someone believes him. Or when someone opens the door. And lets him do. What he enjoys doing. His eyes are looking. Throughout the whole earth. To and fro. And God has a good scanner. Yes. He's scanning the whole earth looking for someone who is wholehearted toward him. Mm-hmm. He's looking for someone who believes so he can show himself strong on their behalf and do things for them. That's right. Do, do things for them. Uh, you know, like 2 Corinthians 16 and 9. When he can do that, he says, Oh yeah, I like it. I delight in doing this. Praise God. That's right. The devil the devil has lied to the church and to the world about God. Much of the church has painted the picture that God is not really that involved with humanity. He created it and gave it uh and gave it a fling and he's off somewhere else
0: just doing his own thing and watching it, knowing we're going to mess up
2: and just waiting until we do so so he can judge us.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Many in the world have this impression of God because of what the church has said and what the church has taught. Mm -hmm. But God loves us. Mm -hmm. He really But God loves us. He really, really loves us. He cares about us. He keeps up with things like the number of hairs on your head, according to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 30. Praise God. That's right. He does. He keeps up with those kinds of things. I don't... Keep up with the number of hairs on my head, do you keep up with the number of hairs on your head <laughs> mm-hmm. but he but he does
0: amen. Some people are foggy in their thinking, and they say, "I wonder if God cares about this.
2: I wonder if he cares about that, yeah. even people who have some groanings or, or some that they question him about. When things go on and don't change or happen quickly as they want them to do,
0: as they think they should, the enemy will sit on their shoulders
2: and say, well, God doesn't really care. He he didn't mean what he said. He's not going to do that. That's the enemy speaking. If you really care, if he really cared, he'd be doing
0: something about this right now. If he really cared, this would not be going on this
2: long. If he really cared, this would not look like this. Never, ever, ever, ever entertain those kind of thoughts and ideas. Now, that's important. They're lying. They're lies. That's right.
1: That is very important. You see, when you entertain those type of thoughts, When you entertain those type of lies. It's going to eat up your faith. It's going to weaken your faith. It's going to destroy your faith. So So that faith comes by what? Hearing. If you keep. uh, Or continue. To allow yourself. To entertain those lies. Just know. It is affecting your faith. Praise God And not in a good way In a horrible way Alright God
0: cares about you And if you saw the whole picture You wouldn't see That he has been more You would see I'm sorry That he has been More merciful to you Than you would have asked him to do So many times you just don't see the whole picture. Praise God. He is honoring your faith. He is doing things for you. He is doing things for you and about you and around you. He He has a good plan for you. And if you would just stay with him, you're going to wind up in a good place. Yes. But the devil knows that, so he wants to disrupt and hinder your fellowship. Even mm-hmm. if you don't question things about uh, about God out loud, He wants you to think these nagging thoughts in the back of your mind. Why has God done that? Why did He allow this? Why did this happen? Why hasn't He done anything about it already? Mm-hmm. It's okay to have questions, but it's not okay to question His love, and it's gotcha. not okay to question is Yes. Fight on.